Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Nobody's Podcast. This week, we're sitting down with one of our favorite people in the whole world and a real somebody. My sister, Emily Wil- Wilkinson Mayfield. <laughs> it's so hard for me to say. The last time she and I talked publicly like this was on my last podcast, and that was three years ago. Let's just say a shitload has changed, especially for her. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Bryce. We're the the nobodies. Experts on nothing. Opinions on everything. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Nobodies. You guys were like coming into the virtual, like the 21st century here. We're on Zoom today. Yes, this is our first Zoom recording. It's so exciting. Why don't you introduce who's here, Annie? So my sister whose legal name is Emily Wilkinson Mayfield is joining us. Hello, hello. That's great. You have, you, do you have a hyphen in your name? No, I didn't hyphen. I dropped my middle name that I was okay. born with, Patricia, and took Wilkinson as a middle name. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what my mom did. Do our, that's, yeah, that's what Mama Wilk did too. Do we sound the same or similar? You, the two of you? Yeah. Yes, I've said that from the beginning. From I, know, I want to make sure that the listeners can like distinguish who's who. I think they can. Better than I do. Yeah. That's <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as you start, as soon as you start saying "fuck off," everyone will know. <laughs> well, and I just say things with more like conviction because I believe that everyone should hear what I have to say. <laughs> Something like that. No, actually, Annie, I saw a meme yesterday that I absolutely thought of you because it was from the city of Los Angeles. Or it was a tweet from the city of Los Angeles that said, we re- we're really excited that you guys are so happy that the roads are clear, but you need to slow the fuck down. <laughs> that literally sounds like it was... And I was like, is Annie working for the city of Los Angeles Twitter account? Yes, in quarantine, I've taken up the city of LA's PR projects. <laughs> But that's what I'm doing to keep myself busy. Well, how are you guys? I mean, obviously, you two are together now. So we want to get into quarantine winning because we do our segment, Emily, now where we do quarantine winning instead of like peaks and valleys because we have to continue to win in this crazy time. So I want to know, obviously, there's some, you two are together. So why don't we, why don't you say how you're quarantine winning this week, Annie? Um, I'm quarantine winning because I have stayed with my mile a day. What? That's your your quarant winning? <laughs> yeah. How about us seeing me? Hello? Well, that's, I I'm mean, kidding. obviously, but like. But no one knows that. No one, know, no one knows what's going on. So you have to tell, like, tell everybody what. Okay, that's that. my quarant winning. Yeah, that'll be her okay. quarant winning. My okay, quarant fine. winning is that I went halfway across the country and I've maintained my routine. That's amazing. And how did you do that? Did you, maybe you should start swimming a mile. No, thank you. <laughs> that would I would drown probably. That's so far. There's a water moccasin living under our dock that we've seen several times. And so now Annie's a little timid to get in the lake. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Don't be afraid. It can kill you. Oh my god. I mean it so dramatic, you. first of all. They are though. You guys, well, I am not 
technically Corinth winning, but I did want to tell you both. I've been saving this. Um, but I found out that I went uh, to, for from a girl. Actually, you guys know them. I'm not going to say their name. But I, I went um, from being close friends on Instagram, like seeing their stories, to then being blocked from seeing their stories. Just I just found out this week. <laughs> Wait, what? We know them? And there's you know who it is. But I'll tell you later. I'll tell you when we're not recording. But isn't that amazing? Text it to me right now. I was like, what the hell? I, I mean, it was like, I, went, I was feeling so confident when I was a close friend of theirs. I was like, all right, damn. Okay, this is great. And then um, uh, I'll, I'll text you. And okay. then um, I, uh, but it was just so, I was like, wow, that's a real, that's a real bummer. But now you're completely blocked, like not even well, just not, not like completely blocked. But I I did some sleuthing and I went on the nobody's Instagram just to see if they were having having stories posted, and they were. <laughs> oh it had like the red it had like the red circle around it, and then when I went back to mine, it didn't have anything. I must have been commenting too much. Like I was probably commenting too much, and they were like, "All right, this guy's shut down." Okay, text me right now and tell. All me. right, I'm trying. Okay. I, can't talk, I can't talk and text at the same time. Okay, that's amazing. Uh, well, I'm court winning because my birthday was last Saturday. I turned 29. And, woo! Woo! And uh, so Baker... Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> so Baker, um, per the usual, decided to spoil me, and he got an Airbnb. We've been cooped up and quarantined with his parents this whole time since about March 15th-ish. And um, so he got us an Airbnb and I was under the impression it was just going to be he and I. Well, then lo and behold, he shocked the world and put my my siblings and T on a private plane and flew them in from L.A. And I was so shocked. And so now that we're here for the week, we're all quarantined together on the lake. And it's been wonderful. That's amazing. How how surprised were you when you saw them all walk in? Instant tears. Instant tears. I like, there's, I have never been more shocked. I was shocked <laughs> was when awesome. Baker proposed. I was 10 times more shocked this weekend. Well, Annie was, I took, so I took Annie and T and Carter to the airport and I was asking Annie and she was saying how, she was like, oh yeah, we, I just like played it the hell, all the hell, all the way had the hell up. Cause you guys had a birthday, yeah. didn't you have a so birthday? Baker, Baker started the day by saying that um, he like had breakfast ready for me and all this stuff. And then he's like, hey, you might want to go shower. This is at like 1030. Texas time. He's like, you should go shower because you have an 11 o'clock mimosa happy hour with your family. I was like, what? <laughs> you just had a long happy hour the night before. Naturally. <laughs> and so, in true Wilk fashion. Yes. Exactly. And so we, I got ready and then did that. And then um, everyone was like in their sweats. Of course, mom and dad were in Omaha. All the kids were in LA. And then we hung up with that. And then he surprised me and said, pack a bag. We're going to the Airbnb. And so I just literally never suspected it. It was That's fun, amazing. like, as soon as we hung up from the happy hour, from the Mimosa happy hour, we literally, like, grabbed our stuff and went to the airport. Yeah, I had no clue. That's amazing. Emily FaceTimed me while I was on the plane. I did? Remember you FaceTimed me and asked about my birthday story for you? Birthday did story. You so you answered, Annie? No. Of oh. Not. oh, 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 oh. No, she, so I had put up like a series of Instagram story things for her birthday. And I hid my story from you 
on Instagram for a little bit because I didn't want to like accidentally post something that would like give it away that we were on our way. And so I hid my story from you, which I didn't think about, but then you, te- you FaceTimed me and I didn't answer. And then you texted me. You'd had quite a few drinks at this point, I think. But you <laughs> texted me and you were like, hey, did you delete my birthday post? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, because yeah. I couldn't see it. Yeah, because I had to hit it. Back. Okay, yes. Because yeah. I was trying to post them on a picture of my, uh, when we were little. Yeah. Right? And I didn't know how to smile. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's what that's about. But yeah, I posted so- all that stuff because at that point I knew that we were going to come see you. Yeah. And I was trying to throw you off with my whole, like, wish we could celebrate together. Yeah. Oh, that was so great. I was like, I you're such a little devil. Like, I had that moment in my head of, like, being so confused when I turned around. Because Baker called me downstairs at the Airbnb and, like, had me looking at something. He had ordered food. And he had me looking in the bag. And then all of a sudden, I just, like, I don't even know why I turned around. But I turned around and everyone was there. Even Sammy Carter grabbed you. That's what you Maybe that's around. what it was. I mean, I had no friends. Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. I want to know why it's, it's very much a family trait. I think we've talked about this, but why do you guys love surprises so much? You love, the Wilkinsons love surprises. No one loves them as much as Annie. I, but I hate being surprised. I know, it's so weird. You can't have one and not the other. Annie and Baker yes, both I that can. way though. Annie and Baker love to give presents, love to surprise people, don't love it opposite like they don't like to be shocked um like I think giving gifts wait <laughs> you guys are like Can I just check on that? <laughs> yeah, just came over interesting okay anyway <laughs> um, like, like you, it looks like it looked like you were like watching something on like some <laughs> horror thing I mean which is so true right now in this climate but it looked like you were watching like the news and something horrible just happened that's what uh, I'm getting like about. thunderstorms in Austin today and uh the owner of the Airbnb just walked up on the back porch and we had like a <laughs> window in front of us so I was like oh yeah um, a break that is really funny but yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I think one of my love languages is giving gifts. Yeah. It is definitely not receiving. <laughs> That's so weird. She's so You're uncomfortable. Not- and I'm not good at it. Like, I'm not a, a thoughtful gift giver in the least. That's like, not really true. I'm really good at it. Annie, you do put a ton. You're like, uh, you are like a gift whisperer. I, well, I just pay close attention to the people that I care about. It's crazy. I mean, it's a, it is an art form, really. Well, and it's like not very on brand for me. Like that's people, not true. You act like you're some hard ass. And no, it's no, like, no. I'm saying, but I'm saying like people. I don't think expect that. Oh no, we've come to expect it from well, you. Well, now so don't you let us down. It. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for a while, I don't think it was like a anything. Okay, well, I, I do think that this is a pretty momentous moment because you guys haven't really, I mean, obviously you talk all the time, but like you really haven't done this since your last podcast, Annie. And I listened to it. I know. I to and I actually just listened, I wanted to listen to it just from the, from like from one, for only like a minute. I just wanted to see what it was, what you guys were talking about really. And then I ended up listening to like the whole thing, which is hysterical. I still, it was so good. It was really funny. I mean, you guys, like, I, it was, it was really good. Um, but you, that was three years ago, but you said, Emily, right off the bat, you said that you were the queen of scary movies and Annie, I know Annie doesn't watch them. So like, do you still, I mean, how does that, how does that relate to you guys? So here's the thing. 
Do I still enjoy a scary movie? Here and there, yes. There's a huge problem though nowadays with movies of all genres. I cannot freaking stay awake. <laughs> Where I used to be the queen of scary movies, I am no longer the queen of any movies. <laughs> Welcome and it's to a, being old. It's a continuous. It is. It is just getting, it's like literally just getting old. I think when I sit down to watch a movie, I immediately go into like relaxation mode and I'm asleep in two minutes. That's, I mean, like, it, do you do that, Annie? Oh yeah. I'm like it, lucky to see the full opening credits. Well, I know on fr- in Friends, like you'll be like, you, you said that how T will say like, Hey Annie, what's this one? And you're like, that's the one where they go to the store. So I mean, you'll like fall, yeah. fall asleep. And then I just instantly go to bed. <laughs> you're like, I never see the opening credits. I don't. I don't. I don't but either. I've seen so, every episode so many times that like I already know what it is. Okay. Well, speaking of scary movies, Emily, a lot of people may not know this about you, but you have a very strong connection to the paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How long do we have? <laughs> well, I mean, I just want to know, like, when you started to, like, when did you start believing in that stuff? Like, what? It, how did that? begin young when I was probably uh how old was I nine when you first started seeing it yeah yeah probably probably like nine years old when I'm obviously I was living at mom and dad's (laughs) 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 you were on your own at that point (laughs) um and yeah I used to see a figure in the middle of the night in my room always and it was always the same one and it would wake me up and when I would tell the story, it like freaks me out. But in the moment, I was never scared. Oh my God. But it, years into high school. So, but you weren't scared. You would see something and you were not scared. But she was always like, because I, I have seen her wake up and see it. But she wasn't awake. Like it was like a trance. But it was like clear as day for me. Like I would remember it the next day and like tell it. Well, I didn't tell you guys for a couple of years. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, they're gonna think I'm nuts. And because I wasn't scared, I just like let it go. But uh, yeah, it ha- I mean, it probably happened till I was like 14. No, it was longer than that because I was in college that time that it, it like left marks. Okay, so here's a weird story. We might have said this on the old podcast. But I used to have a comforter in my room when Annie and I weren't sharing a room anymore. And I was in college. Yeah. It was striped, um, like green and yellow and blue and a bunch of colors. And before we could go to school in the morning, our one chore uh, growing up was we had to make our bed. And so I I made my bed one morning and I had remembered seeing, I used to call my guy. I I remember seeing my guy in the middle of the night and him like pulling my covers up over my back and then just like lightly touching my back. And the next morning I had told everybody at breakfast, like I saw my guy last night. And then I went back to my room before we left for school and made my bed. And there were two huge, like, like bleached handprints on, I mean, we, I think we still like all the stripes were gone in like the size of a man's handprint. That's like some paranormal activity shit. Yeah. Too bad you, we didn't have, I mean, you didn't have like camera. You could have like, I mean. No. Not, well, no, we did. We had flip phones. I had cameras. Because I was you, a like, oh, could you have, like, like the paranormal activity. Uh, uh, so, like you could hang it so you could watch and see like it, it probably wasn't that technology. Like, if I would have seen that, it would have scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's so weird is that you never felt scared. That's what's no. so weird to me is that like, you hear about that sometimes, but it just doesn't, it still doesn't make sense. I don't know no. how you would be afraid. 
But you want to know something even weirder? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I had told Bake about this before we were married, like pretty much like first started dating, I want to say. And we never really revisited it, whatever. A couple, what, two years go by and um, we're at our Cleveland house and Baker woke up one morning and told me that he had seen my guy during the night in our what? bed. Yes, he woke up and he, it was, he was standing next to Bake's side of the yeah, bed. I would have like freaked. But he said the same thing. He said he wasn't really, he was a little scared. He, he called me the next day. Yeah, he was like very <clears throat> shaken up the next morning about it, but. Super well, weird. mom had consulted a medium. Really? About- so she was, they were like on the case. Oh, Not yeah. Well, mom was like very, a big believer. Yeah. And so she consulted okay. a medium about it and the medium said it was M spirit guide. And that because oh, okay. I was young and I was open to that because even before I started seeing my guy, I, I still was a believer. I thought that you could see spirits and that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. what the medium told mom was, it happens with kids a lot because they're naive enough to be open to that sort of thing. So they're able to see it. But once people get skeptical and, um, you know, smart enough to know better type of thing, then they're closed off from it and they, you just don't have those visions. Well, so if your mom was like into it, was into that stuff, like Annie, did you think, were you, did you believe in that stuff? Or <laughs> I believed in it enough to hope that it wasn't real. Okay. I mean, that's surprising because you're very, I mean, you're very grounded. I mean, but everyone, we all are, but like, you're very grounded in reality and like, like very logistically, like fact-driven. Very logical and fact-based. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, that's interesting to me that you felt that way. Well, fear-based. We were also driving, Annie was driving one time. Remember when we were driving? Yes. And on everything, I swear to you, I thought she was going to hit this person in the middle of the street. And I was like, I freaked out and like, luckily didn't cause an accident, but I grabbed her. I'm like, are you move? Like you're going to hit this person. And she was like, what are you? There's no one in the street. And I saw a person in the street. This is so weird. Like that is so, I mean, it's really like, it does, it do, it is really cool though, because it does just show that like, I don't know, you sort of like everyone who is really skeptical out there, myself included, it's interesting to hear like, that that is yeah i mean that you're seeing something at least whatever it is and i haven't for years i mean i i haven't in my really in my 20s i don't definitely haven't in my 20s um so it's been a while which means like you know i wonder if it's like now i i don't know i don't you wonder why i've stopped yeah but anyway we could talk with that for a whole episode that's amazing well, another thing that people may not know about you is that you're obsessed with candles. And I just want to know 100%. why. Why do you love candles? How did that Yeah, I'll never forget when I first went to school. Well, actually, growing up, anytime we would have to, like, clean the house or whatever, when it would be clean and cozy, which is ironic because I just made everybody clean the house with me. Um, <laughs> like, so that I could ready to work. We've been calling her Cinder Annie, or at least I have. No, Cinder I don't like, yeah. Cinder Annie, Cinder Annie. She's living <laughs> off right now. Um, to me, there's nothing better in this world than a clean house with candles burning. So anytime I've ever moved, my mom, for my 21st birthday, my mom and dad got me like six great candles. Um, but anytime I ever move, it's the first thing I purchase. Like when I go to the store and get the essentials, I get a bunch of candles and it just like locks in the coziness. 
<laughs> she moved into her Cleveland house. Baker texted me and was like, I, I don't even know what to do about your sister. And I was like, why? And he goes, I sent her to Target to get like all the stuff we need, like toilet paper, trash cans, trash cans, trash bags, like the things you need when you first move in. And she came back with like nothing that they needed, but she came back <laughs> with like 25 candles. I did. <laughs> and like anytime I'm at Walgreens, I have to go to the candles. <laughs> Because they're $9.99, and they're fast-burning. That's how you know they're cheap, but they smell good. Oh, and my God. That's how you know they're cheap, Bryce. Yeah. <laughs> it's Thank important to, to do soy candles, though, because it actually um, is not good to breathe. Yeah, oh. you're also supposed to do only, like, essential oils for scents. Yeah. But I really? do. I do cheap. Annie, do you like candles? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. I mean, that lack of enthusiasm. I, I do like, <laughs> <laughs> I do like when the house is clean and I light some candles. Yeah, that is a really so, good like, feeling. Yeah, but I don't like, but we're different and horny about them. Like, I'm like <laughs> I, that shit turns me on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Annie and I are very different in like, not, I don't want to say cleanliness. It's not like you're dirty, but like, I cannot be productive if my house is not spotless so and I can like live perfectly fine in organized chaos <laughs> and I call it organized chaos because even if things are cluttered I know where everything is I would say my whole life is organized chaos except your home except for my home and mine's the opposite yeah like my life that is, is true that's yeah. true like yeah. my life is super planned out and like, but I think that's why I'm such control freak yeah. about it is because it's like the one thing I can control is my, how clean my house is. And Baker knows immediately, like if I'm starting to get kind of grumpy with him, he knows it's time that we have to deep clean our room. Cause I wake <laughs> up and I'm immediately like on edge because there's crap everywhere. Yeah. And but so I get in those modes too sometimes where I'm like this, okay, enough. And I just like go on a psycho spree. But your time. point is a lot past mine. Like mine, there would oh, be like for six sure. items of clothes on the ground. And I'm like, I, I can't live here anymore. We need to burn this house. Oh, out. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, you guys mentioned you guys are different in that regard too. But obviously, you're very different people. Everyone can see that from space. I want to know how you guys are the same. Like, how would you guys, how do you guys think you're the same? Ooh. I think we have a very similar sense of humor. Yeah. That's that is, that's a really good through line. And it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can mess with that um but we are very different yeah we are I know it's crazy like you guys and it's good I feel like our our family is similar like in the sense that we're very different in the way that we go about things that we situational everything it's just it's it, you guys are very similar to that too, yeah when well, you guys have touched on it before but Annie is dad to a T how yeah. they think logically and stuff and I'm my mother to a T so but yeah I don't know I, I don't know. That's I, so funny. We've got to be similar in more ways, but you guys got to think about this. Maybe do a, do some like meditation and think about how you guys are the same. Yeah, we'll jump right on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, did you guys like growing up? Did you guys like ever compete? I mean, you're really close in age. What is there a year between you? Like, you guys yeah, are just a year. We're twenty three months apart. But are you? Were you? You're two grades. Two grades. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, but did you guys ever like compete or like either like sports? I mean, you both were both very involved in sports. Boys, maybe. I had a long-term boyfriend, so not yeah. really that. Uh, sports, we never played the same positions, so okay. we played on the same team. But 
Um, never really, no, I mean, not really. Like, it was all, like, friendly competition, but yeah. it wasn't ever, like, we, we never really fought that much. No. Which is crazy for sisters who are so, such close in age as well, you. And we also, like, we're built differently. Annie's way taller than I am. And, like, so we never really shared clothes. So we didn't really have a lot of, like, things to fight about. No. Hmm. <clears throat> Although she does stay, like, she used to take my shirts. Okay, only the really cute oversized ones. <laughs> Which fit <laughs> me normal. <laughs> Yeah, there are a couple things. Well, what is like, what is so, um, what is your role in your family? Because, like, Annie always, Annie's obvious, Annie says she's like the mom when mom's not there. So, when, okay, I would say when Annie's not there, I'm kind of the mom. Yeah, agree. So, like, when you live with your brothers, that's what was the case. Exactly. Uh, I can't imagine that. But I'm also like, I don't know. What would you say? No, you're the mom. You're like the mom that would want, like to get drunk. You'd be like, all right, we're going to clean the house and then we're going to take shots. She's the cool mom. And I'm the mom that like people appreciate, but also get like, can't stand. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But I'm kind of, like the mom that wants to be the friend. Yeah. She's the cool mom. <laughs> like I'm kind of an instigator sometimes, not as much as Sammy is. Oh, Sammy's but the ultimate. Instigator. Usually it'll be my idea to like, okay, it's cocktail hour or yeah, that sort of thing. But since well, I've been married, I, it's changed a little bit because I'm really protective. Yeah. I'm like, just Are you protective of like, you You mean your, like your siblings or like? And Bake. Like yeah. I think I've gotten more paranoid about stuff because I, I never ever want Baker to like get in trouble or yeah. be taken advantage of. So I've become super like psychotic protective. And then it, I've seen it like carry over with my siblings. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, I just wanted to remember that story that where were you guys going bowling? This story is so funny to me that you guys were going bowling and were, were you all living together at the time and Annie showed up and you guys didn't, you guys weren't there. Just tell the story. It was hilarious. Annie they was so were at funny. the bar and they texted me and they were like, Hey, we're going to go bowling at nine o'clock. Do you want to come? And I was like, hell yeah. So I went straight so to the bowling was, like pushing it because it was kind of late for her. Yeah. And it was, it was a school night. Oh, it was a school so, night. I showed up at nine o'clock and I called them and I was like, Hey, I'm here. And Em was like, okay, cool. Like we're finishing up at the bar. We're paying up. We're paying our tab. We'll be right there. 45 minutes goes by and they're still not there. And we're like right down the street. You know where we were. She was at Penn's. We were at Rocco's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 We walked there. So there's how we are different. So I was like having a good time and whatever. If roles would have been reversed, I would have been like, oh, shit, I'm just going to come to the bar. But, like, it, we had made a plan, and Annie was not going to stray from the plan. <laughs> no, of course we not. For 45 minutes, and, and then lectured us and went home. <laughs> yeah, and I left. What did you say to them, Annie? <laughs> I was like, this is, this is so fucked up. You guys have absolutely no respect for my time. It's so rude. And we're all, like, <laughs> yammered and can't focus. You, were you laughing? Well, not in front of her, but me and the boy. Oh. Well, and I was, ups- I was very upset. I was like, this is so rude and disrespectful. Wow. Yeah, I was pissed. Yeah. But we've done that for so many times. So like, many times. And it also, at that, that time, like, my feelings got really hurt. Oh, Annie. Yeah. I know. She's very sensitive. Yeah, I don't like that. You all <laughs> hate missing out when I all the things are together. And not I hate it so- because you guys are the only ones that I really want to hang out with. 
when when we were all living together, she had FOMO a lot. So like, totally. I mean, which you obviously would. But there's certain things like you know, this is always a disagreement because there's so many things that me and the boys would do that we know for a fact Annie is not gonna want to do. So we would like, but go like, do just it. fucking call me and invite me anyway. <laughs> I know that's what. Like, like just let like, me say no. Yes. But give me the option to say no. Yes. And we just kind of skipped that. If you don't give me the option to say no, you're just purposely leaving me out. Yeah. No, you ultimately want to be left out. No, I don't want to be left out. I want, that's, that's where you guys got it twisted. I want to be included so bad, but I want to choose not to come. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my God, that's amazing. Well, Emily, so the last time you guys talked, it was three years ago. It's since then, you especially have moved, you moved out of LA, you got married and you quit your job yes so was all was it hard to leave like was it hard to leave your siblings yes it was like, that was the worst part about leaving I'm I'm still really miss living in the same place as my siblings and I still really miss my job um but I would you know I wouldn't change anything about my situation either well of um, course yeah and what if you were like yeah I really regret it, I really regret <laughs> it. marriage sucks we're gonna leak this then we'll leak this i left one really good situation for another really good situation and i feel like i so enjoyed la in my 20s when i was single um or dating wrong people basically and (laughs) that was great but then i was so excited when i met baker and we hit it off and then like you know you just get excited for the next chapter and that's all it kind of led to that's awesome because you like obviously ultimately like you said, I think that's a great way to look at it. You went from one great situation to another. It's not like you were, you know, forced to like. No, exactly. Be, and I routed or something. And dragged out by her hair. <laughs> I think for a lot of couples like who meet and don't live in the same place, it can be challenging. Challenging because you don't know like, are you going to follow his path or her path? You know, but like it wasn't an option. If I was going to marry Baker, then like I had to follow his dreams because. Yeah you know, as much as I love my job and as valuable as I could have been in that situation, it's very different. Yeah. Well, I do remember the first time that Annie met Baker and I, that was the, cause that was the same night that you guys, what you went to the game, right? And you, those, that's with the TMZ photos. The infamous TMZ photos. <laughs> the infamous TMZ photos. So what do you think, Emily, what do you think of Annie's drama with the TMZ photos? Do you think she was blowing out of her proportion? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, they were so bad. We posted them on was, Instagram. It was sad though, because she was so distraught over them. Yeah, I was so upset. You guys did, and you obviously didn't know that they were going to be taking photos of you. Like, no, I mean, yeah, I love the, the most annoying part is that she looked like a fucking supermodel, and I <laughs> no, I looked like an Instagram baddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was gonna say you're an Instagram baddie. <laughs> yeah, you look like an Instagram baddie, and I looked like something bad that you scrape off the bottom of your shoe. No, oh no. my god, unfair part about any photos like that though. No one knows where they are, when they're going to be taken, and no one looks great. You did. I was laughing though. Like you were so was I. You were looking at True. So like, it just was very, it was that, no, but I, I, Emily was the one that I called when I was in the parking garage crying. And she, no, 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 me and Baker were in the car and you called and I had on speakerphone and I was like kind of laughing it off. Like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And then we hung up. And Baker was like, wait, I, I think your sister's like really upset. Yeah. You should but, call her back. No, I know, but I was I was parked in the parking garage. 
No, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but she, I mean, she should, the picture is not that bad that she should have such a meltdown, but you were distraught. I was so distraught. I well, what did you, Emily, how did you feel about being called an Instagram baddie? Oh, I, she's been called worse. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, very eye-opening because <laughs> it was like, well, first of all, it was not our best move, but it would, I don't know, Baker was new to it. I obviously was new to it. For us to, like, the second day we knew each other, each other go to a Clippers game was not our best move because he was so in the spotlight from the Heisman and, like, coming off his senior year and all that stuff. So we should have known that cameras were going to be there and they were going to jump to conclusions. But um, but they jumped to the proper conclusions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, but um, we'd only met, like, two days before that. Yeah. But I don't know. The hardest part was reading people, like, just, I mean, the names I was called, like the gold digger stuff and all, you know. Oh my God. And I think everyone just assumed I was like another blonde bimbo chasing a pro athlete, um, when in reality it was not that way. And, uh, but no, it was all kind of a learning process. It was a whirlwind. That is so ridiculous. But I mean, I guess, you know, that's what, that's what they do bet. I mean, people just love, love to tear people down in the media. And comment like she's so manly. She's you know she's a floozy. She's they're a floozy. What is oh, it? It was like a floozy. Word, like from me being basically a man to me being basically a hooker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like pick one, pick a lane, people. Yeah, exactly. I remember I was working. I told you this, but I was working at TMZ at the time, and I mean I wasn't working. Let's be real here. I was not. Thank God, not working at actual TMZ. I was working at another production under them but I just remember people were like asking they were like yelling throughout the the newsroom like if anybody knew who this girl was and also or who knew Baker Mayfield anybody like who knows his people whatever and I heard that all the time they always for some reason that especially that summer they really wanted to like they were very, very focused on you guys. And I would be like, keep my mouth shut, don't say a word. I'd be like, ha, 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 dancing in the bathroom. <laughs> I hated that everyone thought I was like an LA Instagram girl because that's why if you look back on Baker's posts, like we hadn't been together very long. Uh, it might have been for Valentine's Day. He made a point to say, I found myself in a good, hardworking Nebraska girl. Yeah. Because he was so right. like making fun of me. But well, he was right through all like the bullying, and it was it ended up being very short lived. The negativity, so. yeah. Well, yeah, and we but, should have like posted a video of you like beating a bunch of guys in a beer shotgun contest. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, actually, we should have because yeah. Emily can beat anyone in a beer shotgun contest. I take it very serious. Um, did you? So, were you nervous to introduce Baker to Annie, Emily? Um. Yeah, I was probably the most scared to introduce Annie because when when Bake and I first started talking, um, it was right before Christmas. So I was back home in Omaha and with the whole family. And, you know, we take our family time very serious. And oh, yeah. I ended up ultimately leaving family Christmas uh, like four days early to go to the Rose Bowl where I first met Bake. And Annie was hot about it. She did not approve of my um, ditching out on family Christmas. No. Oh my gosh, I can't imagine. What yeah. did she say? What was what were her reactions? 
Well, okay. So when Bacon and I first started talking, I kept it a secret. Like I was not, I didn't tell anybody. And then when he was really begging, he basically made like one last attempt. Like, Hey, I just really want to meet you. I'm in LA. Please let me fly you back for the Rose Bowl. And if you well, I'll take you to lunch. If you like me, great. If you don't, I'll stop trying. And so finally I brought up at the dinner table and I'm like, what do you guys think about this? And dad was like, are you kidding me? It's free tickets to the Rose Bowl. Just go. Like you're going home on Wednesday anyway. And so um, when he said that, the boys were like, Baker Mayfield, that's dope. And mom was just like, yeah, it's, it, that sounds fun. And Annie was like, are you seriously going to leave Omaha and go meet a guy? Like she had no time. <laughs> no, I was like this. Why are you making this so easy for him? Like, yeah. This is insane. But they, they didn't know the backstory. They didn't know like how long that. Yeah. So they decided he just asked you to come to the Rose Bowl, like all willy nilly. Also, just for the record, I would have felt the same way if I would have known that they had been talking a long time. Oh well, that is good to know. That is good, just for the record. Yeah. But what did you say, Annie? What did you? What did? Were you nervous about meeting Baker, or were you just like? No. I'm walking in here with like your shit didn't. <laughs> yeah, of course not. I wasn't nervous at all. I was really excited to be sitting so close at a Lakers game. Clippers, <laughs> <laughs> Clippers. <laughs> but did you tell him what uh, your initial conversation was? Or what you said to him and what his response was? Oh, yeah. Bryce knows this, but um, we met at Hooters before the game. And it's like Yard House or something. No, it was Hooters. Hooters down by the Staples Center. Yeah. Love and that. Bake walked in and Baker walked up and was like, hey, how's it going? I'm Baker. And I said, hi, I'm not going to like you. <laughs> and he kind of like did this little nod and he goes, all right, challenge accepted. And it was like <laughs> right at that moment that I was like, God damn it. That's exactly what I would have said. <laughs> and so yeah, they're pretty similar. we're very I similar. I love it. I love that your first meeting together, just knowing the two of you was at Hooters. Like that is so perfect. And <laughs> Incredible. Well, that, and that was actually part of the speech that Annie gave at your wedding, Emily, the standing ovation induced. Victorious speech. Made of honor speech. People um, still bring it up to me. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like they should. So you got married last July. Yep. Um, but for everyone who doesn't know, but Annie, what did you think of her speech? What did Emily well, what I think? Yeah, what, yeah, sorry. Yeah, what did, Annie, what did you think of your speech? <laughs> oh, I thought she well, I worked on it. it really. I've worked on it for a full year. Annie was working on it for an entire year. Here's how I knew it was going to be really good. So we got engaged June 30th, 18. Got married July 6th, 19. And... I'm pretty sure she called me, or she texted me, like, July 1st. maybe, was it July 1st? Yeah, because it was the night you got engaged. I had a <laughs> Okay, I was, it was, like, a week after, but yeah, okay, maybe it was the day after we got engaged, and she said, oh my god, I just woke up, and I had the worst nightmare that I forgot to write my speech, so I'm gonna start writing the speech today. I was like, you are a complete loony. <laughs> you are, you but I are like he focused on that long, like, it was gonna be witty, I knew it was gonna be a little heartfelt, um, but yeah, you nailed it. It was good. Do you do you like? Did you? Was there a part that you were really like, okay, damn, that was really good? Or did you think that just the whole? I mean, obviously the whole thing was great. But was there anything that this surprised you? It was. Uh, no, she's like you're good at writing and like pulling things together and like bringing everything full circle. So there wasn't really anything shocking. Um, I liked the part when you were like, uh, you talked about like how 
he loves me because he's willing to give up shellfish. Oh, yeah. and like so yeah. the whole premise of it was that you have to remember in a in a marriage and a long-term relationship that you like because and you love despite yeah so right. yeah i said that baker loves you despite the fact he has to give up all the safer shellfish yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> comment about the, i said candles too i was like yeah the fact that you buy candles before any of the other essentials I basically stole all this from her speech. <laughs> stole I, everything you were going to talk about from your speech today. No, she did. She nailed it. It was good. Well, what the hell are you going to do? What's the first thing you're going to do after this fucking pandemic is over, Emily? Uh, hopefully take a trip. I'm like bummed. we to go to Costa Rica, and that got postponed. Um, we've talked about doing a Napa trip. I mean, it's kind of up in the air because we're not sure what's happening with his job. Mm. Um Without the pandemic, we should have been back in Cleveland this past weekend because he was supposed to start for meeting. For good? Like, for good? Uh, so they would have started camp on April 6th, so Monday. And that would have gone through under? June. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah, sorry, there's a big storm happening. No, don't be sorry. That's crazy. I miss thunder. I know. Control Mother Nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. sorry about Mother Nature. <laughs> She's acting up. All right, go uh, ahead. Yeah, so that would go through beginning of June. And then we come back to Texas and be here until end of July. Um, so right now it's looking like they won't have camp or anything. So he won't go back until August, but that's not official yet. So, okay. I but I would really like to take a vacation. I know. I mean, that's like, I just want to like be able to like leave my apartment. You I know? just want to like go to a bar for drinks. Yeah. Like that, that is such, you think about the things that like are such luxuries, <laughs> like that we just totally took for granted. A thousand like that specifically. Yeah, going to like dinner, going to a movie theater. I don't go. Yeah. <laughs> going to a game, going to like a baseball, like baseball, everything is sports. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the uh, oh yeah, that's right. They're it's right now. They're playing the Jets uh, Browns game on TV today. That was Baker. Oh really? Game. Yeah. Well, we won't keep you long. We were actually coming to our closing yeah. segment, Emily. We have a uh, we do closing segment. Annie and I have debated about this because I want to do a new segment like every single time and Annie have a selection of like 84 closing segments to choose from and Annie's like let's make make it four and stop it Annie needs structure yeah no no one needs structure more than Bryce that's so true (laughs) yeah like I'm a I am a psycho did you hear that one no Oh, that was a big one. Yeah. Oh, I missed it. Damn it. But um, we wanted to come to Loser of the Week, which oh. is one of our segments. And uh, this Loser of the Week, so Emily recently posted a beautiful photo of yourself on Instagram, which was clearly like from a previous photo shoot. Oh, yes. And you said the caption was pre-birthday mood. I think it was the day before your birthday, right? Friday. And um, there were so many, like, really, I went through the comments, there were really, really nice comments, positive remarks and stuff. And except for one commenter who wrote, during a pandemic period, loser, period. (laughs) And we're here to say that uh, we're going to turn the tables on them and actually they're the loser. Yes, a thousand percent. Like, who, like, what, first of all, what do you think that she, you're doing? Going out, like, having a ball, like, in a gown? Gown and heels. And also, like, someone, he needs to, whoever that person was, he's a creep a little harder. I'm pretty sure I posted that picture or one very similar, like, a year ago. (laughs) Annie, what are your thoughts? I mean, obviously, 
Was it a guy or a girl? I think it was actually a girl, but I could be wrong. Well, she can fuck off. <laughs> exclamation point. Jealous. Not even an exclamation point. Just fuck period. off, period. Fuck off, period. I'm with it. Oh, you guys. Well, this was, fun. I feel like I really do. I really did enjoy that we were in like the digital, like a digital realm. Yeah, this was actually kind of cool and easy. Do you think yeah. that the audio is going to come out okay? We'll see. Oh God. No. And you know what? One thing I was going to say is I said, I was, I told, I told myself earlier, I said, Bryce, you better be on your best behavior because Annie can't actually like end this conversation like instead of asking me to leave like, you can li- kind of muted you the whole time <laughs> you could have literally like we just lost power oh, we just lost power oh, no we, that means we lost wi-fi oh no hey guys so as you could probably tell towards the end of that recording we lost power because of the storm and so um we lost bryce on the zoom call and everything just kind of shut down so we are just going to cut it off right here uh, but make sure that you are following us all on Instagram at nobody's pod at Annie underscore Wilk at Bryce advice and at Emily W Mayfield. You can follow us all on Twitter um, at nobody's the pod at Annie underscore Wilk at Bryce advice at Emily W Mayfield. Um, and then you can always email us also at no expert, all opinion at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everyone. Happy Friday and have a great weekend. And more importantly, a safe and healthy week. Thanks, guys. The Nobody's Podcast is produced by me, Annie Wilkinson, and Bryce McClay. It is recorded in a small, crummy apartment in North Hollywood, California. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.